Welcome to the Property 3.0 Coffee Break series from Air. This week we've got three great news updates for you, starting with Microsoft's 2.5 billion commitment to building AI infrastructure in the UK. We'll then take a quick look at Google's new large language model, Gemini, what it is, what does it mean to the LLM market, and finally, this is going to sound a little left field, but bear with me, we're going to look at a new AI model from DeepMind that could just change the battery and PV industries. Right, let's start with Microsoft. Microsoft have announced that they're going to invest £2.5 billion over the next three years into the UK. And they're going to more than double their data center footprint, bringing more than 20,000 new graphics processing units, GPUs, to the UK. So, why are they doing this? Data centers, forgive me, because I know you know this, Data centers process, host, and store the massive amounts of digital information that is critical for AI. So making this investment will help them to meet the exploding demand for AI compute. Now, interestingly, part of this program is going to include prioritized access to those GPUs for the UK's science and research community. So they have a specific program which includes researchers from universities such as Oxford, Cambridge, Imperial, UCL, Bath and Nottingham. And if you are an AI researcher at any of those, you'll get prioritised access. Now that's really important because one of the issues with the increased demand from the public using AI, so from people like you and me using ChatGPT, is it makes the computing power more expensive, which makes it more difficult for researchers to run the models that they need. Now, to support UK workers across the AI economy, Microsoft are going to make a multi-million pound investment to train one million people with the skills they need to build and work with AI. So they're going to focus on training that will help people looking to start a career in AI or move across into a career in AI. Interestingly, this announcement came at the same time as the Chancellor announced in the autumn statement a further half a billion pound investment in computing power. So that's a total 1.5 billion to be spent over the next two years in AI from the government. So it's encouraging to see that both the private and the public sector are putting some serious money into AI, both the actual infrastructure, but also the training. Now, a key question, obviously, for the real estate industry, do we actually have the power to double Microsoft's data centers in the UK? I don't have to tell anyone working in development at the moment that the actual physical supply of power is a huge restriction, especially in West London, where Microsoft are already building their North Acton data center. So whether Microsoft's commitment to infrastructure includes literally increasing power supply is TBC. You know, if we suddenly have twice the amount of data centers what will that do for the power supply for the rest of us trying to build things? So we shall see. The counter argument to this is obviously that AI is getting better, faster, more efficient every day. And somewhat ironically, the AI itself is helping us to work out how to do this. So maybe in a few years, 
this will be a non-problem, but we shall see. On the training, I'm obviously super excited about the idea of an AI literate population. Now, for context, the UK's AI sector at the moment contributes 3.7 billion to the UK economy and employs 50,000 people. So investments of 2.5 billion by Microsoft and 1.5 billion from the government are really significant compared to the current economic output of our AI economy. Obviously, and increasing the number of AI literate employees from 50,000 to a million is huge. That's like one and a half percent of our population who Microsoft is saying they're going to train. I do have a slight concern about a private company having this level of influence. That's one million people in the UK trained in Microsoft's vision of AI and AI safety. And this is really where big tech firms start to look and behave a lot more like institutions than purely profit-making companies. And the relationship between these companies and governments is becoming increasingly intertwined and complex. So I think that's something we need to watch. But that point aside, I think this is generally really great news for the UK. Great news if you're in a data centre advisory team. And let's hope we can work out the power supply issues. Right, now on to Google releasing their next evolution of their large language model called Gemini. They are releasing three levels. Ultra, which is a mega model equivalent to GPT-4. The next level down is called Gemini Pro and find Gemini Nano, which is optimized for your phone. So the headline is that Gemini Ultra performs better than a human at the benchmark test. So this benchmark is called Massive Multitask Language Understanding. And it's a tool which basically benchmarks with a multiple choice test, which is designed to measure an LLM's accuracy across a very wide range of subjects. They test it on basic maths, US history, computer science, law, and they make sure to test it on information that the model has not been directly trained on. They take a cross-section of multiple choice questions, some are general knowledge and or things that some human could sensibly work out, and then some are more domain expert questions. Now, Gemini Ultra has scored ahead of human beings, and it's the first publicly known one, although admittedly other models have got very close to the human level. Now, this is great progress from Google. It has been notably quiet, and... Gemini will be used to power BARD, which is Google's equivalent of ChatGPT. I'm afraid any of us in the UK, they need some more regulatory approvals for Gemini before it's available, so we'll have to wait a little longer before we can try it. But on that note, without Gemini, I do still recommend trying BARD because it feels a lot lighter and quicker. There's generally better user interface than ChatGPT. And it doesn't have the same quality or depth of response as ChatGPT+. But if you just want a quick answer or a summary of something you've already written, then give it a go. And you can also use Google Docs and Google Sheets. It can export to them straight away. And you can literally just sign up if you've got a Google account. So try it out. On Gemini, some people are pointing out that it's really not anything new. 
Google have emphasized that it's very multimodal. So by this, they mean that it's been designed to interpret text, image, and audio data from the ground up. But honestly, from a user perspective, ChatGPT is multimodal. So one of the criticisms is that ChatGPT is kind of tying together different models that one was designed for text, one was designed for audio, one was designed for image. But from my perspective, if that full integration with Gemini means that it performs way better, then it's great. But if if it's not that visible for me, then it's not particularly a relevant selling point for the average user. Maybe it is for software developers. So we'll see what comes out of that. Are there any applications for the real estate world? I think this focus on multimodality is more interesting for the real estate world because if we think about how visual data is so important for buildings, you know, think about everything you pick up on inspection. So anything that gets better that at interpreting visual information is probably a good thing for the real estate world. But I don't see anything super key for us just off the back of that announcement. Finally, we come on to another piece of Google news. And this is about... Google DeepMind using AI to discover new materials through their model, which they have amusingly named Graph Networks for Materials Exploration, which they shorten to G-N-O-M-E or GNOME. Now, we've spoken about, we've spoken before about using AI for drug discovery. Basically, you can use AI to cycle through new drugs, or in this case, materials that share similar features to existing drugs or materials, but have some differences. You can then create a list of potential drugs or materials to go and test much faster than humans could have iterated through to get to that testing point. Google's GNOME generates what they call candidate crystals so that's the list of potential crystals and then also predicts their stability so what is a crystal just in case you don't remember your chemistry gcse a crystal refers to it's a huge family of compounds that all have an atomic structure made of repeating units so do you remember those crystal lattice diagrams that's what we're talking about and most semiconductors are some kind of crystalline inorganic solid and semiconductors are critical elements in batteries pv cells mobile phones etc so they're super important for everyday life now the google gnome has been trained with data on crystal structures and asked to generate potential crystals and also to predict their stability now for context over the last decade 28,000 new materials have been discovered Gnome has found 2.2 million materials. So at the previous pace, that's 800 years worth of material development that this new model has done. As an example, it's found 52,000 new compounds that have the potential to be superconductors. So that's a material where electrical currents flow with zero resistance. I don't know exactly what it means, but it sounds good. Previously, about a thousand such materials had been identified. So, previously, we had a thousand materials. Google's GNOME is giving us 52,000 potential compounds. So, to me, this is such a great example of the potential of AI to help us spring forward. Now, what is the relevance to real estate? 
Obviously, we don't know yet, but if they're going to be leaps forward in battery technology, solar panel technology, there may well be some really positive impacts on how we power our buildings, how we transport ourselves, and how we store energy in our homes and in our cities. And I'm really excited to see where that can lead. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.